Welcome to Candid Podcast. I'm your host, Maeve. I'm Tim Marcel. Yeah. So we have a special guest on today. Her name is Nengi. Hi. Welcome, Nengi. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, Nengi is a fashion designer and I want to say ex-influencer, digital yeah, creative. Digital creative. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, introduce like. Hi guys, my name is Nengi. Yes, as Maeve said, I am a fashion designer. My brand is launching um sort of i'll say at the beginning of august so yeah looking forward to that and yeah that's a little bit about me <laughs> and what i do okay um what's the brand called so the brand is called nwp which are my initials because my full name is nengi willi Keppel, so you would just refer to the brand as nwp i felt like the name was too long although yeah. i was thinking like <laughs> there's like east and Iraq, so that's true. <laughs> true, true but then true. you know it is what it is how would you like categorize your clothes like what kind of clothes you make i would say they are premium contemporary clothing okay. yeah, yeah female based female yeah women's wear premium contemporary clothing so like i don't know i'm trying to do something where i'm more into slow fashion so i'm not trying to produce loads of quantities i just want like a couple like pieces for like maybe a season but it's not going to be something that's just going to be fully running forever and ever and ever and like you've just always got stock in those items okay. like so it's yeah. like limited limited not too many quantities yeah that's cool yeah just to be better on the planet and not <laughs> overproduce dead stock all that yeah for sure very nice um and in terms of your digital creating what yeah. does it, what does that entail for you um so i've sort of stared away from it just because i'm trying to focus on this and it's not because I didn't enjoy it, I really did, but at a certain point, I didn't feel like it was bringing me a lot of joy, so I just felt like I wanted to focus on something where I felt I could have a lot of creative control, because with digital creating, which is sort of like blogging and influencing, it was working with brands, which is exciting and cool, but I also just wanted more autonomy, I don't know if that's the right word, but I just wanted more ownership of what exactly I was doing and stuff like that. I think it's still great, don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. And there will probably be some brands like if they ever reached out, I would just be like, yeah, sure. But I don't know, at this point in my life, I feel like I just want to focus on the brand and then see where that takes me. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really interesting because I think a lot of people get into like blogging and influencing mm. because they want more control. Mm. And like they get into freelancing because they want more control yeah. over their finances, their um, their job, um, career-wise. And it's interesting that you say that you didn't feel like you had oh, so much control. Of control. Yeah, no, I think it can work both ways. But in my case, I felt like because I wasn't setting the briefs and I wasn't setting mm. the time frame or how many captions or how long it should go for, it wasn't fully mine. But I still enjoyed it. And, you know, I even worked with... Um, platforms that help influencers get brands so not only directly with brands but also with like bigger companies that would just be the middleman so mm-hmm. i had experience or like i don't know i think that experience the word working with both types of things yeah 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 so the topic today is luck and mm-hmm. i guess creating your luck if luck yeah. does exist good luck um <laughs> and yeah what i would describe luck as is um the your access to opportunities i guess um 
and your access to opportunities that can get you to where you think success is like what success is to you so yeah um what are you guys' thoughts on um luck and what does luck mean to you like good luck well i guess as i um i googled luck yeah (laughs) and i've heard a saying before that i actually kind of take on board is um luck is preparation meets opportunity Mm. right so i kind of thought about it and kind of you know looked at the last few months in my journey or whatever so it actually is true because i feel like certain opportunities i've had were only there because i was prepared for it like i've been taking photos for years now but just I wasn't getting paid for him, yeah. but now I'm getting paid for him. I'm like, this is the same thing, this is, yeah. but I'm just getting paid for it now. It's just now I've been prepared for for you know previously, and now the opportunities have, have arisen. And then people will say, "Oh, you're lucky," blah blah. I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, kind yeah. of, kind of, yeah." yeah. But the yeah. thing is, I I feel like I also kind of take not offense, but I'm also sort of I'm just confused sometimes when people are like, "Oh, you're so lucky," because hmm. not necessarily you were prepared, so. Your hard work has it would always have just been your hard work and those mm. opportunities may never have come and you just kept on taking pictures taking pictures not getting paid and then the opportunity came but I don't know if the opportunity necessarily it makes you lucky you yeah. were prepared because you worked hard you've been taking these pictures you've had a portfolio of photos yeah. but I don't know it's a, it's a tricky one I do get what you're saying but yeah. I don't know if I would disagree if someone said oh Timmy you're so lucky you got yeah. this it's funny yeah I, re- I thought about this question like the concept of luck because i was listening to like an npr um podcast yeah. like how i built this and they always ask um how much of your success do you think is down to yeah. how how hard you work and how yeah. much is just down to pure luck yeah. and i was just thinking like that's very true like do you feel like you've had a lot of luck in your um in your, I guess for you, maybe yeah. your um, social media influencing and in your brand, like creating your brand, do you feel like you've had a lot of luck or do you feel like you've worked hard or like how do you yeah. feel? See, the thing is, I would say what I would consider luck as is just, I don't know, I've read these stories and I've listened to these podcasts where there are people like, you know, I think it was the lady who started Spanx and she was just like, oh, she knew someone that did something and then someone, to me, that is the definition of luck. When you actually have some sort of access already without having having to, you know, actually work mm. yet. Yeah. But you know someone who might know someone who yeah. knows someone else. So that could be seen as luck. And I don't know. I think I've worked hard and I've been put in positions. Like, I remember coming out straight from uni, I decided to, like, look for internships. And I interned at Moschino. And honestly, one of the best experiences. I really loved everything I did there. Had the opportunity to meet like Wiz Khalifa, Pixie Lot. This is back in the day. All these like influential people. And but the thing is, was that luck or was I just because I was an intern there, having mm-hmm. put in the work at university, having applied for this job at Moschino, getting this to be like helping on the fashion show, the men's show, meeting Jordan Dunn and Leo Mian, all these people because I was just an intern who had already previously worked hard. I don't know. Now, Mm. I would say luck is if I got the internship 
to give you a bit of nepotism. Now that would be lucky. Yeah. Well, would so that I be would that be luck? I think luck is when you're actually not in a position of, um, when you, you don't have a lot of access to these mm. things, but you happen Perfect. upon yeah. like happen a chance upon it. Like a chance yeah. That's true. That yeah. that could be it as well. To be I was, honest, yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I I would say, as much as I definitely feel prepared. I'll say a lot of the stuff I've taken has been luck. Like, mm. especially when it comes to, like, the quote-unquote famous people I've taken. Yeah. It's been luck because, like, I've generally just bumped into some of them on the street. See, like, that's amazing. So right, that's amazing. Like, like, literally, literally my page right, right time. Like, mm. I got up and I got you, my you page. You can't I've make got, this up. Yeah, you like, legit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Lil Nas X, I got a picture of. Like, I literally bumped into him in Selfridges. Like, wow. that's, like, luck. Yeah. Then, yeah, definitely. when you like, told me, I was like, huh? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Like, I went to the... I went to um, the Tyler the Creator concert and like I went backstage and I saw Ricardo Tishi. Wow! And that, that I was like, first of all, this is like my hero. Yeah. Like, if people don't know, <laughs> Ricardo Tishi is the head of. He used to be the head of Givenchy and now he's yeah. head of Burberry. Yeah. And like that was like that's pure luck for me. Like yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know I was gonna go back like yeah. behind, and I was just like, let me just go behind in the back entrance like. I saw people going, I was like, let yeah. me just go. That's purely luck. No, that's so like, true. That, I feel that's... like those lucky opportunities definitely got me to where I am. But also, I guess I am prepared because yeah. I, I know how to take a picture. So, like, yeah. the pictures came out good and then people great. have exactly. seen them. And I think so. it's also important to to mention what you do with the luck. Because yeah. you could, there are a lot of people that find themselves in solid positions but don't know what to do. Because mm-hmm. you might not have known what to do with it. Like, yeah. I'm going to use myself, for example. So, I was, at, I was backstage at the Burner Boy concert. And I bumped into Stormzy and he actually stopped to speak to me and stuff. And I think I was just like speaking to him, but not, my mind doesn't work in an, how do I get an opportunity out of this situation? That's just not who I am. So it was very difficult for me to think to myself, like, what could I do to help my, you know? So yeah, yeah. yeah, It's true. Yeah. I feel like I've kind of learned now after like it i get some missed opportunities mm-hmm. to yeah kind of learn now to like make sure these lucky opportunities that i get i have you to make use, sure i use them and get your, something yeah. out of it and no, least, like, maybe even if it's just an email I address think it's or so anything important. my brother so. always tells me you just like no you honestly need to be able to like make something out of those opportunities yeah. you don't know what will come you don't know who yeah. he knows or who yeah for sure because so you do help. but then I think I have, I feel, I feel like I have used those opportunities in the past, even when I wasn't even realising to like, you know, get the best out of those opportunities. Like I say, like I shot for the Times newspaper mm. and I was purely luck. I was in that situation of meeting the guy that works for the Times and then we were talking and then somehow like, you know, eventually that happened. Like, I don't yeah. even think I was looking for it, but then he was just like, yeah, you need to, you can shoot for us, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool, I'll do it, I'll do it. Like, I wasn't even, like, asking him, like, can I do this? Mm. It just kind of happened. But then yeah. other opportunities, I've definitely been like, can I do this for you? Yeah. Like, let's work together. I like and that. I think assertiveness has a lot to do with it. Like, you asking, yeah. literally, because I used to be that person who would literally just not say anything. By the end of the day, those mouths don't get fed. So. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Big facts. You need to. Yeah. Big facts. I feel that. And then now that I'm a... Uh, like full-time freelancer i'm hungry so i need to be fed <laughs> like, so every opportunity every i'm taking it clue, yeah. nah, 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 i'm taking every opportunity yeah um so i basically read this book mm-hmm. it was called the luck factor yeah and it's by um 
uh, I think he's a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Mm. Um, he basically analyzed good luck, why broke down why what lucky people are lucky mm. and how to actually get lucky. It was a really good read, by the way. <laughs> but okay. I was just thinking, like, I, I want to see if any of these factors that he put in the book, like, you can relate to any of them. Okay. okay. So I'm going to read out some of them. Sure. Um, so he said, lucky people create chance opportunities. Um, they're very friendly, um, very um, talkative, very, um, mm-hmm. they're very open to, <laughs> they have a large network of people. Yeah. Um, so they're more likely to m- meet people to get new opportunities. <laughs> you know what? That's actually kind of true. That, yeah, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and extroverted people are more lucky than introverted people. Thank you. Did I not say you want to be a bit of Yeah, it's true. And then, um, lucky people have a relaxed attitude towards life, which yeah. enables them to see unexpected opportunities more easily. Yeah. Um, do you think that's true? That's that true, one yeah, I will say yeah. is true. Even for me, who I'm not as extroverted, I'll say mm. a relaxed attitude does help. Yeah. You know. I wouldn't think that would be one, but like that is kind of me as well. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. life, so, because yeah. when you're relaxed, you don't you're not tunnel you don't have tunnel vision, so yeah. you see the opportunities. Like you could see like money lying on the floor if you're not like rushing to like immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, Very true. Um, lucky people are also open minded. I think that's a, a given. That's a very good point. Yeah. Are willing to try new things. Um, lucky people trust their instincts. Um, Lucky people pay attention to their hunches and gut feelings. Um, lucky people take steps to heighten respect and enhance the power of their intuition, mm-hmm. such as practicing meditation and reflection. Do you guys feel you're lucky? And do you guys do that? You know what? I feel like I'm lucky. Yeah. yeah. I would say you are as well. I would, just, I would wholeheartedly agree <laughs> that to me. Like, really, put that list out. I, mm-hmm. Like yeah. honestly, this is something you probably won't know, but my brother and I—we've actually spoken about how. How Timmy is able to, I don't know, opportunities and the things he does and the places he's at. I'm just like, that's someone who yeah, knows yeah. how to just assert themselves. So, and, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah, I was literally thinking about this. I was like, yeah. There's, that's kind of me. There's more to this. That's a bit of me. I just didn't rest. I just didn't Lucky people feel lucky. So, lucky people have faith that their luck will carry through into the future, um, possessing a sense that everything will work out for the best. Um, lucky people attempt to achieve their goals regardless of the apparent probability of success. Um, lucky people look on their interactions with others as potential wellsprings of luck and happiness, anticipating that others are ready and willing to help them succeed. Um, yeah, do you guys do you guys agree with those? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. That they they don't they don't say that they're unlucky. They feel like they're lucky. So yeah, like lucky people will, will like say, um, um, "I have good luck." They yeah, won't say yeah. that I have bad luck. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. I agree. I agree with all of those. Yeah, I'll say I'll say I'm lucky for sure. Yeah. And then the last few ones are, lucky people deny fate. So lucky people can see the silver lining in dark clouds and focus on the positive aspects of bad situations. Lucky people are convinced that bad things happen for a reason. Um, lucky people refuse to get stuck in a rut, and lucky people take active measures to prevent bad luck from recurring. Those are true, but it's, it's also difficult to be all of that because oh, you yeah. can't just be hundred mm-hmm. percent positive all the time. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, things yeah. get us down from time to time. So I think even still, some lucky people can't say that they always see the silver lining. Sometimes you're literally like, 
where is the next like you genuinely cannot mm-hmm. see where the next paycheck is coming from yeah. but you maybe still believe that it will come it's yeah. just that you can't really see it, see it or you can't even yeah tell anyone, I, would, you know. I would literally just what you're saying i guess that was kind of me during like this whole pandemic and stuff yeah so i'll say like oh like when's this next paycheck gonna come but then at the end i was like you know what it will work you're out. believing like, i will like yeah. and the same thing about intuition that that quote yeah says. so you believe it will just maybe you don't necessarily know how but yeah i think i have that as well like i feel like i have some things on that list but i wouldn't say like i'm fully mm-hmm. like everything applies to me yeah there's yeah. some things i'm just like maybe i should work harder at this to get more luck in my life you know? yeah yeah. yeah have you and have you guys ever been in a situation i know we've been talking about good luck now yeah. but have you ever been in a situation where you feel like you, you just have bad luck like like there's just a day where you're like everything is just going wrong and like mm-hmm. you just and because you're in that mindset of like it keeps on shit i'm so unlucky today it just keeps, it just on, keeps going. on going <laughs> i think yeah sometimes if you don't know you miss your train and then somehow you lose your debit card and then the next thing happens it's like there's no money on your waist like little (laughs) little things it might be the littlest things Mm -hmm. and it's like oh now there's no money but i lost the debit card so i can't even put money that i already had it it, so i think bad luck kind of spirals and i feel like it spirals more than good luck spirals Mm -hmm. i don't know like good luck happen this is just my take anyway good luck does happen but I feel like it depends where your mindset is. Mm. I think whatever you believe comes true. Kind of Yeah. Kind of comes whatever you focus on believe, believe and like yeah. spend your mind energy on, it's gonna happen. True. Um so if you focus on the fact that I'm lucky and you always see the luck, you're never gonna see the bad luck. Mm. So I feel like And yeah. even if you do see the bad luck, you don't register it as bad luck. It's just like yeah. another thing that's happened and yeah. it's like yeah. move on there's still some good luck to come. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I would say, like, I guess the most bad luck I've had is, I guess, like you said, like, just little things little that have things, happened, happened during little. the day. Like, I would say you know, I dropped so a jar or something. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> detrimental. You know, it's nothing detrimental for sure. I yeah. mean, like, even, yeah, it's nothing crazy. But I I guess I'm one of the few, I'll say I experience more good luck than bad luck. Yeah. So I guess I'm lucky in that sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I experience way more good luck than bad. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, a good thing that to have honestly it's like you're blessed <laughs> yeah for sure um i also have another question like i sorry keep saying i read this book but i read this other book um um that was like i think it's called you're a badass i yes. think i mentioned it before in this podcast Isn't as well by jen yeah jen sincero or something jen sincero, um, yeah yeah and she was saying how when you want to follow like your dreams and your big ideas you're going to hit a, you're get, going to hit hard patches and like um, areas where you have like I guess quote unquote bad luck. Mm. Um, do you feel like that's been true for you? So like if you're when you following your when you followed your dreams that like you've gone against the the grain or what you normally do to follow your dreams or follow your passions. Do you feel like you've hit bad luck? Like you're gonna hit bad luck before you hit like you know your successes, and that. And the bad luck can keep you going back to what you deem as normal and what you think mm. you, sh- like society thinks you should be doing. So, I, I think going in 
into something that is she saying basically something that's against the grain for you normally yeah um i don't know i can't think of moments where i've necessarily fully gone against the grain i I usually do do things in my ballpark or sort of like just around like little outskirts of my ballpark so i wouldn't say i've really gone against the grain like imagine me trying to study or take a course in medicine because I love, <laughs> I love Grey's Anatomy that, that would yeah. be like testing these things she's talking about I'm not sure I would have yeah. done that have before. you? Um, yeah definitely I mean I studied law I'm <laughs> not doing that, not doing that at all. I had like threw it out the window yeah. I mean like to be fair I guess I'm the same I studied accounting and finance in uni and I was like interesting that's just yeah. so against the grain for me I think I, I've always known that's that so was interesting. interesting and I, yeah. do you, I know this is just a little tangent but do you guys think that that is because of your upbringing you 100% felt like you have to 100% for me yeah um I don't think it was my upbringing that made me study law like I've, I've been thinking about it I think it's more my attachment to the facts that people like all through my life i've been praised for like kind of being Being intelligent and smart Mm -hmm. and like i thought i had to do like intelligent quote unquote intelligent degree because um yeah i think that plays into it and why i kind of it's very interesting because a lot of creators i find these days like i would say my story is more abnormal now than creator stories because as timmy said he studied accounting accounting you studied law and you guys are both like two of one of two of the most creative people I know and I'm also a creative but the thing is I've always been a creative but I feel like the story isn't as normal as a lot of people will be like I studied politics at uni and then I found that it wasn't what I was wanting to do I wanted to be an interior designer I wanted to be like an architectural designer something more creative and I don't know a lot of people find that or they've always known but I guess as you said your upbringing or your family for sure thing is yeah for me I, i've always known but then at the same time when i was like 18 or whatever i was like to an extent i kind of don't know what Sometimes i don't do. want to know what you want to do yeah yeah so, so kind of also i just yeah. yeah so i was just like oh you know that kind of upbringings always have to do something serious blah 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 yeah. so i did but then as i was doing it i was like this is definitely not for me yeah. like i didn't know what i wanted to do until i was like 22 23 yeah. anyway i think it's more difficult so. when you find that you're good at something you're good at two things that are so different from each other like a friend of mine she is a doctor now she's amazing like medicine but she's also an amazing like artist like she draws Mm. out of this world she like sketches painting shadows everything so obviously her parents are like you're well you're good at both so pick the one that is deemed more you know because where you you you're gonna get money money from from. you're you're a doctor you're a surgeon yeah Yeah. i think Nigerian friends are very yeah. She's Arab, so it's oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like so yeah. I guess that's the only time I've gone against grain. I guess also going against the grain, I've you know kind of went into a job that I definitely knew oh, I didn't want to do. Goodness. So yeah. Okay, now you say that I've definitely gone against the grain when <laughs> yeah. going into a job, and it's only because of money. Like I remember yeah. going into a fintech startup. I don't even think I knew what fintech. Was. <laughs> I just thought I it was. A, I thought it was just a tech company. That would be fine. Fintech is financial tech. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that sounds good. Me, yeah. finance. <laughs> and I was doing customer service for them. Yeah. So people's cars would be declining. I would have to do some numbers, and I was going. Um, literally, I cried yeah. at work. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. I did not know what I was doing. I left, but the money was great. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, so it was literally every time at the end of the month, I was just like, just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I always say, like, when, when you do a job that you hate, there's only one good day out of the month, and that's payday. Mm. That's the only time I ever enjoyed it. Was like that one payday? I was like, yep, yeah. this is great. But then after that, the you're like, Monday, you're this like, is I terrible. <laughs> so yeah, going against the great day because I knew, I knew exactly this is not what I want to do. Yeah, and like I was still like I was taking photos. I was doing that. Like, I knew this is what I wanted to do. So that doing that, yeah. I that's remember so I, many people at work asking me, so why do you decide to leave like fashion and design? And I didn't know how to tell them I didn't decide to. I'm here for the money. <laughs> like, I exactly. Say, I haven't left. I've always, I've always wondered, like, when, when, like, you're at a job, isn't it? Like, one day, so, some, yeah, someone at a job interview honestly has to just be like, when they ask you, like, why do you want to do this job? Be like, yo, I need to eat. Like, no, I need to eat. I need to eat. And you guys reply to my CV. My That's CV. it. <laughs> <laughs> following your passion than you have following like um Very what you've true. been kind of doing for just for money kind of thing yeah uh definitely more passion yeah i'd, I'd say so yeah i guess yeah. it depends I on your your um your idea of success like what success i honestly think well. that when you're doing something you love eventually i'm such a mm-hmm. big believer that eventually, i don't care how long you take yep. eventually yeah. there will be a payout for you i don't know how yeah. that payout will come but there is some sort of i don't there's a joy you feel doing something you genuinely love. Even if you're literally painting, no one's buying your paintings, you keep on hanging them in galleries or what, like like little small galleries, or you're doing like open mics and things like that, no one's coming, no one's listening to your music. I feel like one day, something good will happen for you. And even if it doesn't, I don't think you'll, you'll feel horrible with yourself because you know you've done something you enjoy. Because if you think of the times when you weren't doing something you loved, you know that you'd you'd mm. be quite I don't know sad or like in a yeah. bad place. Yeah, because somehow it just pays off. Yeah, it's yeah. true Even because if it's not monetary. It's yeah, it's just you know, I guess like feeling. Yeah, it's a vibe because I promise you. I remember like when literally the day I literally got fired from my job. Yeah, I went home. I got fired like in the afternoon. I went home and my cousin was uh, my cousin, I was like fine. I was like yeah, I just got fired. And my cousin was like, huh? He was like, you seem fine. I was like, I'm so, so fine, fine right now. Literally so fine. Like, yeah. And then, honestly, photography opportunities just started coming straight away. Like, literally straight away. So, like, I really, really didn't mind. So, I feel like I've definitely had more luck chasing what, I'm, what I actually wanted to do yeah. than before. Because, like, even in my job, like, bruv, like... Well, like, I, I wasn't really lucky. Like, I wasn't even that good, like, yeah. at my job. Like, I wasn't lucky. Like, my job was kind of, like, sales-based. Yeah. I wasn't that good. Like, I wasn't getting any, like, I was getting sales. I'm not, yeah. like, crazy amounts, like, life-changing amounts yeah. or anything, so. And, like, I, and think, I just hate it. Anyway, yeah, so. people who don't really have that passion for something always are worried. Because I remember when I was leaving this fintech job, I, I literally had to speak to the supervisor that day, and it was a Friday, and I was just like, I really need to leave. Like, I not having a good time here i don't like it and she was like okay you need to hand in because i was still in my probation period imagine mm. <laughs> raising period. she was like you need to hand in a notice of so i really can't hand in like i would have just left and just never come back but i was just like you know what let me just tell you guys i just this is not for me let me just be respectful i walked out of that we work 
and I was, <laughs> I was loving life. It was sunny. Yeah. I was like, it was great. I feel free. Yeah. Honestly, like, I know there was no money coming, yeah. but I felt free because yeah. I wasn't doing something that I hated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's it, it's like literally the doors just open and you're like, your wings just sprout out mm-hmm. like you're free as a bird. Like it's the yeah. greatest feeling ever yeah. when you're actually doing what you want to do. Yeah. yeah, and I think obviously you're gonna get more luck in something you're willing to work harder for, and you're always gonna be willing to work harder for, for your you passion. passion. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, what you love to do. Yeah, exactly. Like me, I put so much effort into what I love to do now. Yeah. Compared to my, I'm like I really didn't put that much effort. Sorry for uh, yeah. like, like I really did. I <laughs> wish I did. I really didn't put that much effort into it. Like, because I just didn't like it. Like, yeah. What do you guys have to say about people who are doing what they love? but they're not seeing results. Like, because I see a lot of quotes that say, you know what, the only people who lose a life are the people who give up. Give up, yeah. Yeah, I feel like people that are doing what they love but don't see results, do they have their goals in mind? Do they have, like, an end goal? Do they? Because you can be doing what you love, but you're not doing it for monetary reasons. You're not doing it for anything other than, oh, because I love it. You don't have any goals in place for... What, what you're doing. doing so if you actually have goals in place you're going to like um y- you also have to kind of do what you don't love within what you love yeah. to get where you need to be i get yeah. that yeah so you can't just do what you love all the time like sometimes even with, let's say with your photography to me like you have to, you kind of have to maybe travel to some place you don't want to yeah. be you have to like meet people right. you don't want to meet all yeah, the time yeah, but like at the end of the day, th- you have to have that bigger picture in mind of what yeah. you love. Yeah, you might have to do smaller jobs that aren't as exciting. Titan, yeah. I've definitely done smaller jobs as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. I guess it's just, you know, for, for sure. a stepping yeah. stone to where I want yeah. to be. I mean, yeah, I guess my only advice is really just, like, keep at it. Because at you're going to wake up in, like, who knows, 5, 10, 20 years. They'd be mm-hmm. like, yo, why did I give up? Like, Why didn't I just try that thing? Why didn't I just try yeah. doing this instead or do this? Like, literally just keep at it until... Yeah until the wheels fall off i guess yeah, like honestly so, yeah because i've heard people say that there should be a limit to how much you're trying at your at the passion or what and then there are people who say obviously like Timmy said don't give up because you don't want to keep on like doing something not seeing any results not seeing any results like you're getting older mm-hmm. you're getting worried like is this even worth it but they always say i guess it's like at the time when you want to give up that's something is waiting for you around the corner. yeah mm-hmm. so i think that's definitely a lesson I'm going to ask you, Timmy, okay. what is your ideal photography job? Like, what would you feel happiest doing right now? So, right now, I would say I keep my goals very, you know, very close, you know, in the near future. Yeah. More than, you know, in the far off distance. So, yeah. right now, it's all, I really want to shoot more sports campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for Nike, Adidas, whoever will have me personally. So, yeah. like, the next kit release the next boot deals or i want to follow an artist on tour ideally as i like rap i guess it i want it to be like a rap artist or something yeah. but it could be anyone i don't really mind or you know i want to i want a magazine cover i don't yeah. really care it could be vogue it could yeah. be independent yeah. magazines i just want a magazine yeah. cover that'll be lit that'll That's be so super good. lit honestly Sorry. and i think it's really good or really important to have a clear picture of exactly what it is that you want for yourself because sometimes I feel like I know I know what I want but I can't really 
explain it to people because sometimes I, my mom would say and ask people you're like Fendi what, it, what is it that would make you happiest right now and I'll start saying like little things like oh I want to start a clothing line but not to she's just like no go big go grand like tell me what yeah. it is like your ideal scenario mm-hmm. and I'm always a little bit stuck because sometimes I feel like the dream is so big can overwhelm yeah. the person I'm telling yeah. but she yeah. honestly wants me to be so free but I yeah. still find it difficult to just say it out there but maybe sometimes you need to actually put it out there like vision board it but in vocally yeah Yeah. because i feel like when you're brave enough to say it and say it to other people you're going to be brave enough to start taking steps yeah like needed to towards it to get to that place yeah you can manifest it out loud to people keep telling Mm -hmm. them yeah yeah like how you just explain what it is exactly that you would ideally like right now Mm -hmm. i think that's that's the important what would you ideally like it's the same thing. It's so hard. It's exactly what I said. It's very difficult. But I think hearing what Timmy has said has made me want to go back and fully sit down with myself and be like, you know what it is, but you just can't. I don't know. It's, I don't know whether it's not feeling comfortable or not really being able to articulate exactly what it is because somehow it seems too big to me. But at the end of the day, what? Who are we to say what is too big? Like, yeah. So. Yeah. I also like make sure top of the year. I kind of lay out what I want yeah. in the year. So, like, 20 like twenty twenty goals or whatever. Yeah. So, I have a list of goals that I want to, like, tick off throughout the year. Yeah. And I've ticked off quite a few of them this year, yeah. thankfully. That's even really even, dur- during even Corona. During Corona, like, yeah. I managed to tick off, like, at least That's one good. or two of those. Yeah. So. This was the I first was, year I did something similar. Like, I had yeah. a vision board, like, fully. It was in my room and then yeah. Corona hit and I was just like... Annoying, trying to right? try and do this but it's going to be a lot more, more difficult, difficult because yeah. I really came into this year with a lot of passion honestly and mm. I guess life had other plans mm. I'm still trying to work at those things but sometimes I look at my vision board and I'm just like damn I had plans for you because this was the first time I sat there and I mm. made it and like put stuff things together and you yeah. Know, yeah. But yeah. We'll see. I guess you kind of have to look at it like um, you kind of have to look at it in more of a I guess Corona was just kind of a just a give, give give yeah a little blimp. Just give you time to refine. To refine what yeah. you want to do. I like that. Because yeah. like for me, there's stuff that I'm doing now. So like now I'm releasing merch yeah. for for my photography. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for Corona. Like yeah. honestly, I don't think I would have been doing that right now. Yeah. Or like I made a video. Like I edited a video that I had footage of for like yeah. for like eight months. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for Corona. Like yeah. just mm-hmm. sitting there, at home To be honest, actually, there are a lot of things that this yeah. virus has get clear on even even just little things like i redid my entire room like honestly like i gave jeff bezos so much money he's he's a trillionaire now so i I contributed to that honestly but me and amazon were like this because i honestly bought like new paintings like new like war art from senior all these places like new chair fully just uprooted everything from the room because i needed it to be a safe space where i could feel comfortable to come like on yeah. my cup of tea in the night on my laptop or reading yeah. a book and it feels like zen so that is one big achievement and mm. it might not have to do with my actual work but it's my safe space yeah like got new curtains got leveraged everything in the room like it made me feel good yeah that's really cool for sure did you so, refine yourself much during um, um i think definitely i i've done a lot more than i thought i would get done actually yeah because I feel like for me, my work isn't necessarily something where I have to see people and go out my house to get shit done. So getting things done 
during lockdown like having to be in lockdown and just face the things i have to do has helped a lot um i've improved my portfolio a lot yeah i've improved like my capabilities started projects that i didn't realize like honestly you, you you're doing a lot mate and not in <laughs> a, a bad lot. way like you're doing a like lot. you i'm impressed yeah that's all i have no, to say she's I'm been actually, work, she's, she's been, been working, working. Thank you guys. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I just wish like, I was some, working. Yeah, like, like sometimes I want to ask me for a favor. I'm just like, nah, this girl nah. is working. Honestly, you know the real talk. Sometimes like, I'll met, I'll, I'll think of me, I'll like mess her. I'll be like, nah, she's actually working right yeah, now. Yeah, like, she's like, let me leave her until the evening. Like, let me leave her. I want the good luck, please. I want the opportunity. So true. But yeah, no, I'm impressed by everything you're starting, and it just shows that you're fueled. Yeah, hopefully things go well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we are at the part of the podcast now where call the gift shop. So as you are our first guest, <laughs> here's the gift shop. What are you giving for us today? Okay, so the book I've been reading recently because I've been having a lot of, I guess I could call it anxiety about launching my line, and I've just been a bit nervous. But the book is called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers about asserting yourself and also what's the worst that can happen like fear is not the thing to be carried on top of your head type of thing mm-hmm. and yes what else can i give you guys my line is launching second week in august it's called nwp so yeah once it launches just head to nwpofficial.com and you can shop everything gang gang yeah, love excited. to see it let's <laughs> go maybe ready feels fine um, what I'm plugging today, what I'm putting in the gift shop is some, well, I'm plugging myself now, <laughs> or what I've been working on during lockdown. So I've been working on a, well, I've been designing a social media platform, um, which is voice-based. Um, it is called Gist. Um, you can visit gist.digital, um, to see more. I think... Yeah, there's a prize, so there's a competition. Basically, if you record a really interesting story on the platform and you get the most plays, and by the end of August, you get £1,000. So I think everyone should get recording. It can be literally two minutes of your voice. Max is five minutes. And yeah, that's what I'm plugging right now. I'll link it as well. Yeah. Perfect. So <laughs> I'm plugging myself as well. I guess going the theme of everyone else. Yeah. So tomorrow, the twenty third of July, <laughs> I am releasing hoodies Ooh. under the Taken by Timmy umbrella. So go over to takenbytimmy.com slash store and yeah, got some hoodies coming out. You know, only available for seventy two hours, so snap them up quickly. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess the next section is Song of the Week. Bengi, mm. what do you have for us? So, Song of, song the, of, week, the, week. Song of the Week. Um, so, recently I've been listening to two albums, August Alcina's album um, and Pop Smoke's album. So, I'd say album. the song I really like on August's album is called Pretty. Really nice song. It's kind of like, he's, he's an R&B guy, so everything's sort of like mellow, chill vibes. So it's called Pretty, and then there's a song called Breaks featuring Yogani. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, it's Yogani. Yeah, and then the other two songs. I know, 
What's the what's the album called? Uh, what's Oz album yeah. called? Entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called the product. The product three. Okay. State yeah. of emergency. And then on shoot for the stars, Ace of Moons, Popular album. I really like um, Wu Ye, and I really like um, Gangsters. Okay. I love mood swings off that album. Mood swings is mood nice swings too. Gets me. There's Ooh. a lot. There's a lot. Right, my feels. But yeah. Okay. Babe, song of the week. My song is Snow Allegra, Dying for Your Love. Um, I love Snow Allegra. She's amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, yeah. So if you're not listening to Snow Allegra, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And my song of the week is called Millie in the Monzo by mm-hmm. King K, featuring my friend B. Uh, very sick song. B is amazing. I love him so much, and we're gonna be working together soon, anyway. So that's my song of the week. Nice. Perfect. Well, until next time until or candid uncut. Yeah. Um, we'll hear you up. Thank you so much, thank you for being on this episode. Yeah, thank, thank you so, so much. much. Really thank you appreciate so much for having me. Honestly, love the conversation. <laughs> our first, uh, our first female guest. Yay. Is <laughs> thank you guys so much.